Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the lineup media studios in gorgeous downtown Edwardsville. Do you see that sunset tonight, Coach Tyler? It's beautiful. Beautiful. Welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 35, recorded. What's the date today? Tuesday? Seven. Monday. It's Monday. Monday? Day before voting day. November? 7th. No, it is not. Yes, it is. Monday, November 7th. Thanks to partners <laughs> Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Leip. Show number 35 features Adam Tyler, Mason Lewis, and Carter Crow of EHS Golf in the studio right now. Guest number two after them, we're going to talk triad tennis with Coach Falkenberg, bringing home some hardware for triad. And guest number three, Connor Hinterser, another hockey player. We're talking hockey, we're talking golf, we're talking tennis. And guest number four tonight, EHS 2A Mespy winner, player of the year, Chloe Coons. Three things you can do to help this podcast. Number one, subscribe to it. You love it, and it's free. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you have a story idea, please email me at mespdave at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdavidgmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right, boys. Ready to start? Yep. 3A, Team of the Year. Let's talk about the team first. Coach Tyler, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great year. Congratulations. Mason Lewis, back again? Yep. Thank you for having us. This is your second time on the show? Yep. Back again, another another year, another mess be for you. Yep. And first time on the show, Carter Crow. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, guys. Big year, conference championships. It was. We had a. <clears throat> I think this year was more impressive than than other years because I think the conference and the the southwestern our south southwestern conferences yeah. is back to where it's been uh, in previous years. I think the depth and how good the teams are this year were were fantastic. So. Uh, the fact that we won it this year was, again, more impressive than than really any other year that, that we've done it since I've been coaching. Who were some of the good teams in the conference? O'Fallon, I know, was O'Fallon's good this year. O'Fallon's always a, a powerhouse in our conference. Um, Alton had a very good team this year. Collinsville had a very good team this year. Uh, Belleville East had a couple of kids. Belleville West had a good team this mm. year. So really all the way up and down our, our conference was, it was tough. does sound like it was tough. Okay, this was year number two for you, Mason. How was it different as a sophomore? Uh, just progressed more, had more experience. Get closer. Oh. <laughs> had more experience going into these high school events. Knew the courses really well. Just stuck to the same game plan. Was it more fun? Uh, I'd say just as fun. I, I mean, it was more fun this year in a way that we all got to go state. So that was really good cherry on top. It was just a blast. Okay. Carter Crow. 
co-player of the year and a regional champion, right? Mm -hmm. Great season. How would you describe your junior season? Uh, it was fun. Uh, it was real relaxing. Uh, kind of got in the swing of things of all high school golf. So <laughs> I kind of just – See what he did it's there. A, it's the same, uh, same thing every year and year out. So I just went in and had fun. Looks like you had a lot of good golfers on your on your team this year. I saw a lot of different kids in the in the scorecard in the paper. We did. We had a, a new player come out this year. Um, well, he played his freshman year and then came out this year in Colton Wright, and uh, he really contributed. We had a freshman contribute quite a bit for us this year, and then uh, TJ Themes took on more of a contributing role quite a bit. Um, Bennett Babington was kind of a mainstay last year, so he he returned this year for us, but. Uh, yeah, uh, we we you know we really didn't know who we were going to get that third and fourth score from. We pretty much knew that these two were going to carry most of the load for us this year um, in every tournament that we played in, and we were going to be as good as they were. Uh, but then after that, we really didn't know who our third score and our fourth score is going to be, and you basically could put all the names in a hat and draw them out, and it would have been a different score every single time. So that kind of showed you – I mean, there, there were tournaments we really got lucky in where we did get that third and fourth score, um, and we would have two that, you know, maybe struggled a little bit. But uh, it does show you that we, we had six players that could score at any point in time for us, and that was huge this year. Did you guys push each other throughout the year? Uh, yes, I'd say so. We uh, helped helped out each other, gave each other swing tips. and just Seriously? Yes. Helped you guys out. are coaching each other? Mm-hmm. I like to say I helped what did Carter out. what did Carter ever tell you about your swing that helped you? I'd say it was us two helping the others. Oh, okay. So you guys weren't coaching each other, but you were helping the other kids on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we you, we don't we don't mess with each other's swing. You don't? No, uh, I don't really. No one else. Uh, we don't talk about each other, but other people. Yeah, like Colton's. We he worked on Colton's a lot, and then Bennett. We worked on Bennett and TJ's a lot. Did you enjoy coaching kids on the team? I enjoyed helping. Kids like like Colton, for instance, because I really got to see how he he progressed over the season, which cool. his scores dropped gradually as the year went on, and took on a big role on our team. Okay, so you're helping a kid. You're help helping Colton with his swing. Are you also helping him with his course management? Uh, kind of, but he kind of just needs to be more like just more confident around it, and just being able to know that he can hit the ball well. Cool. All right, and you're getting ready to start hockey right now, huh? Yeah, we just started. And are you an equal parts hockey player, golfer? You just focus on whichever one you're playing, or what? You know, what's the deal with you? I, I focus on which one I'm playing. Good uh, for you. I, I really, it's probably a bad thing, but I don't pick up a golf club like all winter. Like, with, yeah. it, I it's basically winter. restart when it gets nice outside. I think that's probably okay, coach. It's, what do you think? It's funny because they're two totally different people <laughs> as far as their golf game is concerned so it's carter leaves the state tournament and goes okay i'm done it's time to go sit in a tree stand and play hockey and i'm not going to touch a golf club which i think is great you know play especially when you're in high school if you can play as many sports as you can do it um i'm i'm absolutely all for that how does he play hockey in a tree stand well he does both i think he's in the, the tree stand before what and are you doing in the hockey. tree stand uh, just sit there and uh, look for deer, basically. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, whatever you're into. All right. And then Mason leaves the uh, state tournament and goes straight to uh, Arizona. Another tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're, I mean, they're two totally different golfers when it comes to 
And I don't think either way is right or wrong. I think that uh, both of them are are unique, and I, I like I like both of it actually. I think there's a strong connection between uh, ice hockey and golf, and I'm not just going Happy Gilmore here. <laughs> but who was the who was the good, very good golfer from St. Louis? I think he went to Burroughs. Somebody's going to know. Pretty sure he won the John Deere Classic, and he loved ice hockey and considered himself. He's a St. Louisan who played on the PGA Tour, and he loved. He Hale told Irwin? no. He told me he he personally told and his daughter. I know this because he told me because our daughters played tennis against each other. Really, I want to say Williams is his last name. Jay Delsing, Williams, Williams. I want to say Williams <laughs> is, was his was his last name. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So hockey's going well for you. What position do you play? Uh, depends. If I'm starting first line, I'll be like right wing, but mainly a center. Okay. All right. Let's go back to your. Let's go back to your. Uh, do you ever go watch this kid play ice hockey? No, I may now that it's closer. Now that it's uh, right in the back of the school. So. Got the beautiful Plummer family ice rink right there, man. That's, that's yeah, awesome. it's amazing. It's a great, great complex. Okay. Describe the game. Describe Carter's uh, golf game, Coach. Uh, hasn't had too many lessons, but very talented. Can hit the ball far. Can hit it farther than a lot of kids can. Um, just when, on talent. Just on talent, really. Uh, when things are rolling for him, he can turn around. That's that's two under into a round that's four under or five under. Um, I think that he is really again, like I said, talented. I mean, that's that's the most impressive thing when you see him hit a golf ball, play golf. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people that go, oh, who do you get lessons from? And I think he would tell you, nobody. Never had a lesson before in my life. Um, How'd you get started? Um, Family My thing, dad. Right? Yeah, I mean, he he just played golf for fun. And then uh, I'd go out with him on, like, Tuesdays for league nights. And then I just kind of played then. But I, I don't think I started playing, like, competitive till I don't know, maybe 12. Sounds about right with Mason. Probably something like that. And Mason, you're a golfing family, top to bottom. An uncle, a Division One golfer. Your dad was a Division One golfer. Your sister is a Division One golfer. I know you've got big plans for yourself for golf, also. So, what are you working on right now? Just being more consistent. Gotta keep those low numbers. Just gotta keep progressing well. Hopefully, things go my way. All right. Describe his game. I think he's he's more. Uh, complete, well-rounded, the way he thinks, the way he goes about preparing for a golf tournament. I don't think that Carter goes in depth as much when it comes to preparation for a golf tournament. It's more see ball, hit ball, get the ball in the hole. And I do think that Mason puts more time and energy and focus into every aspect of golf. Um, how, you know, doing homework off the course as much as, being practicing and putting in time on the golf course. Um, and again, like I, I think a good way to describe their differences is the fact that Carter probably has not touched a golf club since the state tournament. And Mason just got back from a tournament <laughs> last weekend. So uh, that's a pretty good representation of who they are and, and where their golf games are at. 3A co-golfers of the year. And you got to feel good that Neither boy is a senior. Yeah, we we have a lot coming back next year, and that is that is nice. Um, where you know this year, I I would obviously I always look at what I could do better. 
Um, one thing that I would have done better this year, and I always hesitate setting goals for our team, and it's because this year was a good reason why I try not to set too many goals and just let us go and whatever happens, happens. Uh, one goal was getting to the state tournament, and once we got to the state tournament, it was like, okay, well, we've accomplished our goal, that's that, and and I don't think we had the best uh, round at the state tournament. I think we could have played much better. I think we've played the den much better than we played it. And uh, I blame myself for, you know, getting to that point and not getting and preparing as much. Basically, we, we reached our goal. We accomplished what we were trying to do, and that was get to the state tournament. Um, I think we wait. We, we sh- you know, don't waste that opportunity when you get to when you get to the state tournament. Take advantage of it while you're there. And uh, I think we could have made the cut, <clears throat> even though we didn't. And I don't think we would have we would have been shocked that we did make the cut. I think we played played pretty poorly, and we we could have done a better job. Um, but we do get a lot of kids back for for next year. So you know there is a little bit of uh, unfinished business when it comes to what we what we left on the. So table was there anything that? you would have done differently specifically like okay i wish we would have walked that course one more time saturday morning i mean like what really can you could you do differently not been happy that we made it okay you know not not been happy that hey we we're, we're going to state you know wow we we did it we made it and been okay that's another thing that you know that's just a part of the that process. we expected and, to do yeah and you know basically saying who cares what we've done in the past and what, what we're about to do. Let's just go play the course. Let's, you know, and, and let's treat it like every other tournament and not, Hey, we made it to yeah. the state tournament. How would you guys describe the the postseason? starting with the regional? Obviously team had a lot of success at regional, uh, regional champion, um, sectionals. Uh, sectionals. I think we went into sectionals with the same attitude we did with conference and, uh, regionals, uh, we wanted to win it, and we wanted to do the best we could. But, um, yeah, we still were upbeat and uh, ready to go by sectionals. But I feel like at State, no one was ready to go besides Mason. And uh, we all just kind of, like Coach said, that was our goal, and we kind of just ended it there. So you felt like you were ready to play? Yeah, I, I wanted to play State. My goal was to be in that final group coming in the second day. Okay. And do you think it's because of your experience playing big golf tournaments that helped you be maybe more focused in that situation or not? Maybe, but, I mean, I'm just very dedicated to my golf, and I just wanted to do the best that I could and the team could and just do my best. I think that Mason last year had unfinished business. His freshman year he had a little unfinished business with being one uh, – one little tiny bit uh or one stroke away from from making it to state and this so. phone's going off here <laughs> could be mine attaboy <laughs> way to go Coach uh, Tyler. no he uh i think he, he was one stroke away from being being at state last year so i think that was his unfinished business of you know i'm this close to making it to state as a freshman and now that it's his sophomore year it's all right well not only am i going to make it to state i'm going to do well at state and so I think that he, uh, yeah, he had a little bit of a different mindset, I think, going into it. What is your mindset as a coach? I try not to put too many expectations. 
golf is one of those things, the harder that you try to do well at, the worse you're going to do. So I try not to have expectations. I try not to set too many goals. It's more of, hey, let's go play the course, see what happens. And um, you treat it like every other every other tournament, treat it like every other situation. We do play a lot of the difficult teams that you're going to see at state. We play them early on in the year, so it kind of gives us a little bit of a litmus, litmus test as to how we're going to fare later on and give us a little bit of confidence saying, hey, we can play with anybody. I thought we played okay early on when we went up north to Gurney Warren. Uh, we played a lot of the teams that were at, were at the state tournament, and – we fared well against them. Then you get to the state tournament, it's like, well, what's the difference? And I think the difference was that. And, again, um, you know, I if I could have a take back, it probably would have been don't waste this opportunity because you don't know if you're going to get this opportunity next year, even though we do have a lot of kids coming back. <laughs> so, um, But to put that expectation on it and to say, yes, next year, it's state or bust or next year. Like we need to, we need to improve on what we did this year. Now you're just putting more pressure on kids and it's, you know, I think what we need to do next year is go out and have fun and enjoy playing together and enjoy playing golf. Describe your coaching staff. (laughs) Ah, the best coaching staff in the state. Fantasy football experts or not? Um, one is, one is, one's the commissioner, the freshman coach, uh, uh, coach Bouchon is definitely the, uh, fantasy football expert. And then we have uh, coach Sabatino who is, I mean, is on his way to go going down as the winningest coach in, uh, Edwardsville history. I think he's won, uh, two, uh, middle school baseball championships and then won two high school uh, baseball championships, so we kind of bring him on board to give us a little bit of luck. But I uh, didn't realize he was a golfer. Yes, yes, and a fellow Wood Riverin. So, so all three? No, 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 no. Kumar's Roxana. Yes, he is. So yeah. So two Wood River and a Roxana golf coach. Yes, at Edwardsville High School. Yes. Yep. We made it up the hill, and uh, <laughs> that's where we're at right now. But. Uh, we don't hold that against Kumar. Uh, you guys, describe the coaching staff. It's awesome. They're very energetic. They're always there for us. Uh-huh. Love Coach Bouchon, Sabs, and this man right here. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, what? it's all just positivity, basically. Uh, that's the whole coaching staff up and down. It, nothing negative ever, and uh, always got good, something good to say. Very good. They help you a lot with uh, course management? Um. Uh, Coach Tyler does uh, most time. Uh, Bouchon and uh, Sabs, they don't. They really stay out of the golf game situation. They just they're just there to help out and provide like food, water, and uh, confidence. I like food, water, and confidence. How about you? That's a good. That's what we should we should make t shirt. Says Edwardsville Golf, food, water, and confidence. I thought it was a folk singing group. <laughs> no. Nope. All right, boys. I like it. Carter Crow, Mason Lewis. Congratulations on your Mespy boys. Big time, big time finish for you. Uh, can't wait to see what the future holds. Coach Tyler, congratulations. 3A Mespy winner. Way to go. It's the kids. <laughs> it really is. I get a benefit from great kids, great families, and uh, a lot of talent, to be honest with you. I think we all do. And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun. It's a fun ride. Thanks for coming by, guys. Thank Thanks you. for having us. It's a blast. Thank you. 
Guest number two, Devin Falkenberg and Jocelyn Carmody to talk about the amazing success of Triad Tennis this year. But first, I want to thank partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassens Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassens.com. Cassens has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan or a motorcycle anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. All right. Triad Knights. What are the what are the what do they call the girls at Triad? Lady Knights? knights? Some, some, yeah, sometimes they do, but officially we're just the knights. I, I kind of think the, the lady thing, like, I don't know. Like I'm what good what, with what it. is a lady knight? I don't it's know. a knight. A knight. I just like the knights. I don't really like the lady knights. Congratulations to the knights on an incredible tennis season and your second consecutive Mespy Jocelyn Carmody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Is it two or three? How many times have you been here? Three. Third time. Third time's a charm. And this time, what place did you finish at state? Ninth. Highest finish ever for a for a singles girl from Triad High School. So awesome. Congratulations to you. Thank you. What made the difference for you this year? Um, just a better work ethic and hitting the ball harder. Helped your game. Yeah, it helped my game a lot because whenever I was playing last year, I would just get pounded at state. Because I wouldn't hit the ball hard, and I would just try to be consistent. Okay. Coach Falkenberg, congratulations. Great great season. How would you Thank describe you. this team? Um, I don't know. I mean, we had six seniors in our top six, so we had a lot of experience. And we had a lot of girls who are very athletic. We have Jocelyn is uh, a soccer player at Triad, and our, uh, our girls' soccer team has won back-to-back state championships, and Karen Spear is a varsity soccer player, and – Katie Burton's a varsity soccer player. They're all in our top six. And then we have Sam Hartoyne, who is arguably the best athlete out of any of them. So we have a lot of girls who are amazing athletes and then girls who also are really, really good competitors, which um, sometimes is even more important than the, the athletic side. I think girls who know how to go about competing hard. Conference championship for you this year. Who gave you competition in your conference? Anybody really? Um, Waterloo got second. Waterloo had a good team this year. They, uh, I, they're the best Waterloo team for the boys or girls I've ever seen. They, they won their sectional down at Carbondale or maybe it was Heron. It, it was like the deep South sectional. So, uh, we, we won all six singles flights. We won all three doubles flights, but, but, but Waterloo was, was a good team. Jerseyville was a good team as well. And, um, Highland actually had, had some uh, good tennis at some spots as well. So, and do you have any tennis aspirations for beyond this year or right now, or are you just focused on soccer because you're getting ready for your senior soccer season coming up too, right, Jocelyn? Yeah, so I'm actually taking a college visit to Missouri Baptist tomorrow, and I'm looking to play tennis there. Very good, very good. And any other girls on the team this year? Because with six seniors, some of those girls – any any other girls looking for college tennis opportunities, or what are they going to th- what are they going to do? Uh, I think we have some who are on the fence. Jocelyn's the only one who I know is leaning hard that way, but I think uh, any of the six of them, depending on what kind of place they're interested in, ha- have that opportunity. Cool. Anything stand out about this team that made them 
unique besides their age and their experience? Was there something else about them that that enabled them to to finish so strong for you this year, Coach? Um, I mean, like I talked about before, just being really intense competitors, and uh, we have girls who are on our team. I feel like really hate to lose. And I, last year at state, it, it was kind of a great year at state in some ways because Jocelyn had an all state singles finish, and we had. Uh, Karen Spear and Sam Hart when they had an all-state doubles finish, and that was the first time for the girls team we had both of those in the same year, and that felt great. But then uh, as Jocelyn was wrapping up, uh, one of the girls asked me, maybe a couple of them asked me, where, where did we finish as, as a team? And I was like, well, we're in 17th place, and all of our entries are eliminated. And th- nothing wrong with being 17th place, but I think our girls kind of felt like, I don't know if there are 16 teams in 1A who, who really should beat us. And... Um, we kind of just talked about after the year, like, you know, we're we're probably not going to win a state trophy, but you know, these, this is typically the point total where you have to be to be in that conversation. And I don't expect you guys to go out and do that. But I I told, I told them that, you know, this is, you guys are the first group where I thought this might be a a possibility at all. So just keep that in the, in the back of your mind when you guys are thinking about, am I going to go out and hit today or not? That, you know, this is something, there's an outside chance this might happen. And, um, I think our girls were pretty motivated, not necessarily that they had to win a trophy, but I think last year they, they thought, okay, 17th you plays. I, I think they thought, you know, we're, we're better than 17th. And you have a, you have a great staff. Yeah, we do. We talk have an about, amazing Talk staff. about some of your coaches. Um, so my, uh, my, my dad has been my uh, full-time assistant coach for all nine years that I've been uh, coaching a triad, and he's, uh, it's, it's amazing having him around. He, he didn't really grow up being a tennis guy necessarily, but uh, – you know, he coached basketball at Highland for a thousand years and he coached golf at Highland for a thousand years and he's coached softball and baseball and, and, and cross country and everything else. And I think he kind of got to learn tennis through me and my brothers watching us play matches. And he, uh, in some ways is pretty knowledgeable. I don't think he's necessarily the Mr. Technique all the t- all the time, but, uh, he's, he's definitely a good guy to, to talk to in a, in a stressful changeover. I think he's, a a really good presence then. And I think, uh, also from a, a, a strategic standpoint, he's also a good guy to talk to on a changeover. So we definitely love having my dad out there. And then obviously we have Jocelyn's dad, Jack Carmody, who's been coaching tri- uh, tennis at Triad for a hundred thousand years. Uh, you know, he, he is amazing to have around as well as you know, he is uh, Mr. Variety in his game and has a million different ways to win a point. And we also have uh, Jack Guzzi, who is, um, he's my younger brother's roommate uh, and he uh, played for, for uh, Jack Carmody and me a few years ago at Triad, and he's the boys' coach at Mascuda, the boys' head coach. So, uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of we have a lot to work with in, in that way. A lot of coaches, yeah. a lot of coaches, and a lot of players. Look like I saw one picture. How many girls did you have total in your program this year? Uh, twenty five. Twenty five. Man, it looked like more than that. It looked like I guess maybe the picture included parents and grandparents and all kinds of. There, stuff like that. There was one picture at the sectional we took with like everyone's parents and siblings right. and grandparents and and we try to get my mom in every every picture we can get. Yeah. We take as well. So there was there was one picture I posted on the on the Triad Tennis Instagram that had God knows how many people, but uh, but yeah, we had twenty five players. Good old Pam, I saw her in a bunch of the pictures too. So uh, yeah, it was good good to see her in the in the pictures. And I know that uh, both your parents have loved being around Triad Tennis for a long time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Having personally known them for you know since you were a little kid, you know they're just such great people. 
along with your dad. You know, I've, I've, I've known your, I've known both of your families for a really long time. So I'm, I'm very happy for you and your success. And I think it's, I think it's fantastic. What about the future? You're, you're graduating six girls, but you've built a standard there at Triad High School of Excellence. So I assume that you've got girls coming up who are going to take their place. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, when you say we, we built a standard, I mean, obviously Jason Henderson was the coach like in the nineties and two thousands and he had a lot of success. And then Gabe wise picked up where he left off and Gabe did an amazing job and he was extremely successful. And then I took over after Gabe. So, um, definitely yeah, when I said you, I meant all of you. Oh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> not you specifically, but well, you all, well, I mean, obviously we've had a lot of good teams. Um, and we do, we have a junior coming back, Peyton Markovic. She, uh, she was a number seven this year and she actually had a win in singles over a girl who qualified for, uh, uh for state, uh, in, in one A in singles, uh, which is a great win for her. And we have a whole slew of sophomores coming back as well. And, um, Anytime you graduate, all six of your top six are definitely a lot of question marks. I'm not going to say they're not question marks, but I hope our kids coming back look at how hard our seniors have worked, and I hope that inspires them a little bit to go out and, and work hard because I know they have goals themselves. Um, I, I don't think that finishing the top three at state is going to be a goal next year, but I think you know they think we can do this, this, and this, and it, it takes work to do something like that, so I hope they hope they look at our seniors and think, you know, they worked hard to, to achieve what they wanted to achieve, and I can do that too. All right. Soccer this year? Yeah, I'm excited. Ex excited? Yeah. What position do you play? I play defense. Does it help you? Does tennis help you with soccer? Yes, but it's kind of the other way around. I think soccer helps me more with tennis and just being fit. Being it just pushes me to be a better athlete. And were you playing, I'm sorry, were you playing indoor tonight or outside? Outside. Pretty cold for that, don't you think? No, I don't get cold that easily. Well, I think you're running around, whereas we tennis coaches uh, tend to just be standing there, right? Okay, so when you're playing singles this year, which coach would go with you? Dad, typically? Yeah, my dad would go with me. And typically, what would he tell you on changeovers? It would just matter the match, honestly. If it was a more difficult one, it would be every changeover. He would come over and try to throw more variety into my play if I was doing something that he saw that like stood out that wasn't very good he would let me know what about uh mental game stuff did he did he coach you on that kind of stuff when you're playing or not not really I've just grown up with a good mental state unless I'm like hitting every ball into the net then that's a little different got it all right Describe your average practice. Tell me about your practices, Coach. You got it. Your practices have to be a key to this success you're having, right? Um, I mean, one thing that I think is really important in practice is to practice a variety of shots. I think uh, one thing we practice every single day that I think is important at the high school level is slice. And it sounds it sounds extremely basic, but uh, you know, a, a lot of high school kids, I feel like, especially high school girls do not enjoy a ball that stays low coming at them. It doesn't mean every ball we have, you know, we're going to hit in a match is a, is a slice necessarily, but every single day it's like, Hey, we're going to, we're grounding, uh, gr ground strokes for, you know, this many minutes. And then we're going slice off of both sides. And then, I mean, then we're working on different things and different match situation stuff as well. But I, I think that's, that's one thing that, uh, the more I watch, especially high school tennis, the more I feel like, man, you have to have more than one way to win a point because it, whether you, you know, at our level, 
five out of ten or nine out of ten or whatever it might be, someone else is going to play that way better than you do. So you need to have another way to win a point. Has UTR had any effect on your team? Do you guys do anything with UTR at Triad? Are you guys using that at all? No, no. I mean, I, I, I know of UTR. I mean, we, we are not really working with UTR within the program. I think uh, I see some UTR ratings uh, for different players, and sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, that that guy is that much better than that guy. And then I see other ratings, and I'm like, okay, this guy's a this guy's a seven and this guy's a nine, but the seven is better. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not over the moon about UTR, to be yeah, honest. It definitely, it definitely has some inconsistencies, but I was curious if you were, if you were doing anything with it, uh, with it at all. Okay. What's next for your game? What are you working on next? Um, more pace, a harder serve and more pace. Yeah. And my volleys could use some improvement to say the least. What do you think coach? How would you describe her game? Um, I, I think that, uh, I think she has added more pace uh, over the last year. I think that's a place where she has room for growth as well. But uh, whenever you can consistently hit your spots, you know, close to both sidelines, um, you don't have to have the fastest ball in the world. But I think, I think her her pace has gotten better. I think her volleys. I think her volleys have actually grown a lot in the past year as well. I think as she you know plays tennis for the next four years, whether it's a MOBAP, wherever it might be, I think. She will be looking to add some more miles per hour to the serve. I think that's for sure. But she, but she has a great backhand. She has a great return of serve. I think, um, you know, people undervalue good hands on the return of serve. People talk about good hands at the net. I think Jocelyn has really good hands on the return of serve, like standing up close or for far back and hitting a good return. And it seems like the community came out and supported you guys when you had success, too. They were really impressed with that. Yes, that was amazing to see all their support and dedication because it wouldn't be possible without them. Yeah, I was I was blown away. We we kind of talked about on on the way. You know, it's a long drive, as you know, coming back from the northwest suburbs down to to Madison County, and some of the the parents are talking to me about. Okay, this is this is where the the police escort is going to meet you. And I didn't really know what to picture. Like I I had I've been to one or two of these before for soccer or whatever. So I kind of had a, a general idea, but um, when we when we got into town, we had two stops uh, before the high school, and at the first stop, I don't know how many people there were, but it was it was at least three times what I was expecting. So I, I was really blown away by that. That's really cool. It's, uh, a state a trophy is a is a big deal, and since they split the divisions in two thousand and sixteen, um, it's the first state team trophy. Uh, for 1A tennis, and I suspect there, there will be more. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think that's a possibility, but I will say one thing that makes it tough is that even with the split, which the split makes a big difference, obviously, but uh, th- there's still a lot of Chicago private schools that dominate 1A. You know, the, the Latins and the Chicago universities and the Fenwicks. And, uh, uh, obviously, we were able to break in this year, um, and I think – there's no question there will be more trophies coming back this way than if there were not the split. But uh, I, I don't think there's another s- sport in the state that's as Chicago-dominated as tennis is. I mean, obviously, you know, we're in Illinois, and Chicago kind of dominates in general. But I, I think in, in tennis, it's, it's more pronounced than it is in, say, basketball or, or baseball or soccer or what have you. So I, uh, I, I hope more, more, more trophies will be coming this way. But it's, it's, it's still tough with those, those private schools up in the Chicago area. Yeah, I would think I would think uh, with with two classes and 
the number of single A tennis schools in this area, I would think that that it it, it could happen. I mean, it should happen. I mean, it, it should continue to happen. So yeah, and, and Glenwood, did, who's more like Central Glenwood, did they got a second place trophy? I can't remember what year it was, but maybe seventeen or eighteen, somewhere in there, they they got one. Uh, so I think obviously the split had a big, you know, just like it had a, a big impact for us. It did for them as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, congratulations on your Mespies and your state trophy on third place in 1A. And uh, good luck to you. Thank you. Uh, I, hope, I hope things work out for you. And uh, come back and talk to us and let us know where you land. For sure. I will. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Metro Esports Podcast. The only way you do it wrong is if you're not close to the microphone like that. Metro Esports Podcast in three, two, one. Hockey phenom for the Cougars, Connor Hinterser, filmmaker, comedian, actor, former football player. What else are you? Is that all of it? I think you could go on for about 10 more minutes, but, you know, I think that's good enough. Okay. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, Please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They've got offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home. They can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. Are you a golfer? I'm not. You're not? No, I'd look like it, but I'm not. I, just, I think you should uh, try golf. I'm good at putt-putt. I think, but you're a hockey player. I think hockey players are always good at golf. And when you try golf, you know where I want you to go? Where at? Go see our friends at Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience at a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Well, when you put it like that, I think I have to pick up golf now. You want to play? I have to now. I think I think you'd like it. Huh? I like that. Does that oh, bring yeah. back some memories? Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. This is high tech. You like that? Okay. How much is your budget? Millions. I knew it. Money has no limitation for us here. Look at that. We can play fancy music. So that, of course, was the theme song to one of the greatest high school films that I've ever seen in my life. That thing was so funny. I'm going to post, I'm going to post a link to it on our Twitter page. Well, I appreciate that. So people will see it. How many views does that thing have? Uh, way too many. 
I got I got to give credit. I can't take all this. I got to No, you can't. Kyle Meehan, Tyler Berry, our amazing cast and crew. I mean, uh Bryce Henry of course, who right. you know. Eric Platt was in that. What an actor. Our friend Jordan Crow, Mushada Morocco made an appearance. I mean, just these guys, they they knew their assignment. Dream team. I couldn't think of a better casting crew to be honest. Okay, I'm going to put the I'm going to put the link to that film. The gang desperately tries to win an award. It is a spoof of it of an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And we also got a little bit of Beastie Boys in there as you well. Got a you got a total nod to to the sabotage video. It was so good. All right. Connor Hinterser, welcome to the show. Thank you. So we got so excited talking about old days with film and Mr. Chicken Dance and the old film club. Of course. But currently well, you're a former Edwardsville High School football and hockey guy, varsity right. star, and now you are currently playing ice hockey for the Cougars. I am. Yeah, we got a good, solid team. A lot of great guys, local area guys. So it's always fun to, you know, kind of have a crazy circus event, you know, out there on the ice. You know, you put in all this work, 7 a.m. in the morning. These practices, they're not easy. You How know, many days a week are you guys practicing right now? About three days a week and then two workouts a week. So you're really physically going after it like a Division One athlete. We like and, to think. And yeah. you're playing. Have you played your first game yet? Yes, we've had uh, I think like above twelve games. Oh wow, you've already played a lot of games. Oh then. yeah. Okay. And how's it going for you this year? Uh, off to a tough start, but obviously uh, looking forward to getting after it before the uh, Thanksgiving break, and then obviously leading into Christmas break. You know, uh, change the tide a little bit. You know, we got a really solid team. Just injuries have plagued us. How many how many teams do you have? Do you have one team? We used to have a division uh, two and three program. Now we just have a division two. Okay, so how many how many guys total in the program? I'd say about twenty four ish, twenty six. Okay, who's do you have a coach? I assume we do. You do. Uh, Tyler Elbricht, who actually is an Edwardsville native. Okay. When's your next game? Where can people find out? I'm on I'm on the website. Uh, SIUE Cougars, the official home of the SIUE Cougars Division Two Hockey Club. Is that the? Am I looking at the right website? I have no idea. I'd say check the Instagram SIUE Cougars Hockey. I believe I could check that, but again, you have anything to do with the social media? I'm on there every once in a while, but I don't post. We we try and keep it somewhat semi-professional, but you know, keep the fans interested. Okay, what position are you playing? I am back to defense, so I'm trying to prevent people from scoring on our goalie, which quite the opposite is what I've been doing in years past, but just trying to put the little black puck in the net. Do you miss playing football? You were a heck of a football player. You were a center. If I'm not mistaken, a nose tackle? No? I was a backup center, and I was the nose guard. So, yeah, it's spot on there. Do but. you miss that? Ah, definitely. I mean, it's just there's no place you can just beat the crap out of somebody and not get thrown in jail for right. it. But at the same time, every day you're getting the crap beat out of you too. So, you know, you got you to gotta be in the right frame of mind to enjoy that. Yeah, I, I definitely chose hockey because I could beat the crap out of other people and I didn't have to go against six six three hundred twenty 320-pound monsters. But, you know. You loved both sports, though, and you were good at both in high school. Oh, absolutely. I'd like to think I was. But. And you played for some great coaches. Who, oh. were, who were the great coaches that you played for at EHS? Well, for hockey, Jason Walker. Obviously, that coaching staff is elite. Um, and then Coach Martin at the high school level for football. I mean, every single coach coming up through that level is just – Hockey was a bit more consistent. Walker coached us pretty much coming up through eighth grade. And uh, 
till senior year. And uh, Coach Martin was only the varsity coach, but the entire Edwardsville coaching staff, I mean, from the middle school level, from Little Tigers into the middle school, into high school, freshman, JV, every single coach, it just a huge impact. And, you know, they they coach very similar to pros. You know, it's much as expected, but, you know, you, you put in the work and you will get rewarded for it. You know, it's not any of this, hey, Coach Martin, can my kid go play? No, your, your kid's going to work his butt off, and then he can try and go play. And then they're going to play the best. Yeah. And sometimes a parent may complain about, you know, why isn't my kid playing more? And it's like, he doesn't like my kid. That's why my kid's not playing. It's like, it doesn't matter if he likes your kid. He's going to play the best kids he possibly can. And I think people recognize that Edwardsville has amazing football coaches and produce and produces incredible football talent year after year after year. But I think people might be surprised how many awesome hockey players are coming out of Edwardsville High School these days. Some playing for the high school team and some not. It's kind of a tough decision for a lot of kids these days, I feel like. Yeah, um, we definitely have one of the better programs on this side of the river. It's just so tough with, uh, you know, choosing, do you want to continue your your uh, hockey career, you know, into college level, or do you want to go play juniors? You know, Anthony Rucklick, really good friend of my yeah. family's, he sadly is not playing for the high school team, but he's off pursuing his dreams, you know, in the uh, – I can't remember the league name, but it's, it's pretty – darn good hockey and you know that's tough because it's not this multi-sport thing to where football you got track mixed in there and you could do track and field and you can do cross country and you could do other stuff or if you wanted to play you know something else but I think the duo sport we're starting to see that slowly fade away which it kind of stinks but with hockey especially now it's if you're not by age 15 16 100 bought into hockey I don't think you ever can catch up quite that much Depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to do. You know, do you want to enjoy the game the rest of your life? Do you want yeah. to be a professional hockey player? Do you want to play Division One hockey? There's just there's just so many different different types of things that that kids can do. But as you know, my passion is curling. Oh, absolutely. And I mean the the state championships just they, they speak for themselves. They do. And like you said, elite coaching. I don't think you can get much better than that. I mean, EHS has numerous coaches that are just elite quality. But I think that you know curling is just so consistent. I just felt like we always had the best brooms, no matter what. When you're sliding off the hack, trying to get the hammer to the house, it's really important that you're sweeping. Was that E.E. E. Cummings? No, that's D.L. That's D.T.J.L. D.T.J. Leip. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sliding I, off I, the hack, get the hammer to the house. I mix the two up so often. That's just what... <laughs> <laughs> I think. Do you think anybody's still listening, or do you think everybody who's listening is just totally confused right now? I know I'll be listening, and that's okay. What, that's what matters. All right, let's get to uh, the new sheet in Edwardsville. Oh yeah, how amazing! I worked there actually. No, I sharpened the skates at the Edwardsville. You're the skate sharpener? Oh yeah. Well, we got multiple, but I just happen to be the the one who kind of looks back. There. Do you use an electric thing, or do you you just grind in there with like a stone? You can you go old style with like a knife? <sighs> I've never tried that. I'm, I'm not going to put it by, behind, you know, and say no. But we do not use a Sparks machine. We have a good old-fashioned Blade Master, hands-on technique, grind it down, get rid of all the old junk, and then you put on the it's, – it's, it's very – You're the Blade Master. It's the Blade Master. That's what it's called. Is it the Blade Master 2000? I think – It topped the Blade Master 750 by, like, 1,250. Well, I know it costed a pretty penny, and I, I'm so thankful. And you that, love it. 
Oh yeah, I love that the rink. I mean, everything. There's a teen center for studying and stuff. There's it smells like popcorn there. Oh, I'm the one making the popcorn, man. I know how good it smells. Are you kidding me? Coffee in the morning, popcorn in the afternoon. We got a workout facility, amazing indoor track. I mean, I think the track team can actually use like pro spikes up there for training and stuff. So you don't drive the Zamboni. Not yet. I've driven it once, but they didn't trust me putting the blades down yet. That's a little... You drove it once, but uh, when you took it out on 162, people were upset. Listen, I got a C- minus on my driving test the first time, so that's all I'll say about that. But at some point... Did they really grade you? (sighs) Listen, I I was listening to Keishi, and I accidentally ran through a red light because I looked around. I was like, nobody's looking. And I accidentally flew through it, and I turned to my right. I'm like, oh, that's not my buddy. That's my driving instructor. So... It happens to the best of us, you know. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. That's maybe the first sound effect I've ever actually used on this show. Really? What you all got we got? Music and sound effects. You're having a big day. I try my best. Well, are you coaching any hockey there too or just um, sharpening skates and making popcorn? See, what's so difficult is when do you make that transition from player into coach? Because Now, you could be coaching little kids now. I, I did one session with Kevin Greer, who was a former EHS hockey player and now EHS hockey coach as I well. Know Kevin. And um, he's got a learn to play sort of dealio going on there. And I helped out one session with him uh, Sunday, actually. And it's it's awesome. I mean, if you're not quite sure if hockey's for your kid or they're sort of newer and they just want to get the basics down and they know how to skate, but. You know, do I want to buy all this equipment? Do I want to go, you know, driving over to St. Louis? Do I want to well, never mind that. You got five minutes down the road right next to the high school now, so the driving's not a big problem. But how about Kyle Meehan? Is he out there skating around? I don't know. Like what, a wild animal. Listen, he is you talking to that guy always. Are you kidding me? He is a master of all. I mean, he's a plumber. He's taking night classes. He's doing it all. And for Whatever reason, he's still hanging around me, so I appreciate it. When you say it. plumber, are we talking metaphors here? No, he's a he's he's a plumber. He went the uh, he's a pipe fitter. I don't know if he went to Rankin or he went someplace. He's 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 doing it big time. He's. Do you know what you know what everybody loves? Everybody loves that kid. Yeah, Kyle Meehan. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Statement. But do you know what everybody hates? What waiting in line at the DMV. And now you don't have to go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service. For all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So, the next time you need to renew your sticker... Save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends John and Francis at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656-6163. Well, I got to get on Mitchell Oberleg about that. His dad, Clark, has an RV, probably needs a new sticker, so I got to get on that. He, he does. You got to get stickers for those RVs. Keys of the camper, keys of the RV. Oh, yeah. And when he gets hit with the keys in the slap shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's next? What's next for the Cougars on the uh, ice hockey rink? Are you guys playing at this at this at this sheet here in town here? Sadly not. Um, we are stationed out of East Alton Ice Arena. Okay, we, that's just where we. That's a nice rink. Of. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's I mean that's where I grew up playing. You know, first time I ever stepped on the ice, I think was there. But um, 
you know, it's unfortunate we couldn't be in town, but to do due to reasons that are above my pay grade. So I'm not going to get into all that, but you know, I'm thankful to have a rink there, but I'm also thankful that East Dalton is yes. hosting us. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome. I'm, and, and a lot has been made about the new Edwardsville rink, and it is beautiful, and we're glad that people are there. But we don't want to forget about our friends at the East Alton rink also. That rink has been there, and we want to uh, continue to support them and keep them viable and doing great things because they've done great things for a long time, and there is enough hockey interest to keep those two, uh, those two along with Wilson Park. Those, are the, oh, yeah, those are the three that I can think of in Madison County, and you've got another one in O'Fallon. So four ice rinks in the Metro East is my count. Am I leaving anything out? I'm probably. I mean, I don't know what all Metro stretches into, but there's a plenty of rinks over here, and I think that hockey will continue to grow over here, especially with this new rink. I mean, that's just such a huge help, especially with how fast we're growing. How? Where do you see it growing the most? Little kids or girls? Girls have been growing, to be honest. Even when we had you know bad rink locations, you were able to see – Girls want to play hockey, and my sister, you know, is one of them. And so there's plenty of girls' teams out there. Um, we have a ton of talent. I mean, the thing is, these girls want to play, and they're good. They're not just talented. They're good. Like, at the lead hockey facility, which is what uh, Tyler Elbert also, that's his side job, he, um, he actually coaches hockey players. And so you can come into his facility, and it's hockey-specific training. And some of the girls out there – work harder and more often than the guys. And it's just crazy because I could see hockey growing, not only just for girls, not only just for the young kids, but just for everybody. We've got adult leagues out at the East Dalton place. We've got adult leagues out at the new Edwardsville rink. We've got, I mean, intermediate, beginner, every single thing you can imagine. If you've never skated in your entire life or if you've just skated since you were born, there's something for everybody. And there's even snow plow to where you're just – putting on a pair of skates that sharpened by yours truly but <laughs> i mean it's awesome it's 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 the sky is limitless you know i i'm very excited to see where it's going to go from here you love the game i do i do i i love football as well but i just hockey is in my blood it's in my family and you said wilson park you know uh i don't know it's uh it's hard not to your dad was a hockey hockey guy my dad was my uncle was my brother is. My other uncle was. My grandpa did not play, but he coached for many, 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 many years. And I don't think there's a single person around this area that doesn't know my last name simply just because of hockey. And that's helped me get so much further along. And I really appreciate that because I started skating when I was three, when I was three and have not gotten much better since. But I can put somebody through the boards and, you know, I block a couple shots here or there, screen the goalie, you know, cheer on my teammates. Blocking but, shots? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you like blocking shots? I love block. I'm wide. I got to use that. I always think to myself, if I were a hockey player and someone was going to wind up for a big old, if Al McGinnis was going to wind up for a big slapper out there, number two, I don't know, man. Somebody's got to do it. I might make a business decision right there, and I don't know. Maybe that's the tennis player in me, but you're going to get down there and block that shot. Absolutely. I have to. You ever taken one and it like really hurt and you really regretted it? You can regret it for a little bit, but at the end of the day, once you get a bruise on you, it'll start to heal up a little bit. You you get the respect of your teammates, and you know what? If that can prevent a goal, that's what it's all about. Because my dad was a goalie, and growing up, you know, you protect your goalie, and if he takes an unnecessary shot, it's probably due to you, you know? All right. Connor Henderson, Cougar, hockey, former Tiger, filmmaker, 
Man About Town, thanks so much for coming by. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Come back again sometime? I'm looking forward to it. Must be winner for 2A Tennis Player of the Year, Chloe Coons of Edwardsville High School. Up here in one second, but first I want to talk about Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans because he saves me money every month now and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $100 to the Metro East High School or Junior High team of your choice. He'll give $100 to Triad Tennis. He'll give $100 to Edwardsville Tennis. He'll give $100 to Marquette Football. You name it. Just give Andy a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. And welcome to the show, Chloe Kuntz. Thank you. Another amazing tennis season for you. Forty-five and eight, all singles matches at number one singles where you have played your entire career. First Edwardsville High School singles player to reach the round of sixteen. You made history when you did that, kid. And first player to be a three-time Southwestern Conference Player of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much. What, to what do you attribute your amazing <laughs> success on the court? A lot of people. Um, like whom? Well, you, obviously. Coaches um, and Kirk and um, my family. Yeah. Especially your brother, John. Yeah. Because your whole family supports you. Right. Um, you got a big family, and they all support you tremendously. But your brother, John, in particular, has been your number one tennis coach for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's been with me, especially that one year where he was actually on the court with me coaching. That was that was special. But, um, yeah, because since he's the one who plays tennis, actually, he understands the most um, what I'm going through. So we connect um, really well. And you guys have practiced a lot together. You guys spend yeah. a lot of time uh, practicing together mm -hmm. and and like you said last year he was a, a coach on the team and coached you on changeovers and and so forth but this year it was no jonathan he was busy doing his student teaching and, and that yeah. and that kind of thing um describe this year this tennis season this tennis season um it was fantastic i had i had a really good this is probably my favorite season overall i think this season, I was the most aware of what was going on. And coming as a freshman, I feel like I was a little bit spaced out. Like, going on the Chicago trips, I, I I, didn't know anything. But even sophomore and junior year, I didn't remember the teams we played. But this year, I was like, oh, is Yale Central? Like, I know exactly who they are. And um, so, yeah, I was more aware of what was going on. But also, I think I've... I matured the most. Like I'm a senior, so I, I, <laughs> I just know what's going on, and I think I was mentally prepared for that. So it made the wins more, maybe, uh, um, more satisfying. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd say more satisfying because I know who I won against. Yeah, first girl ever to win a singles match, especially number one singles against Hinsdale Central. Yeah. That was cool because I remember playing her before and I lost. So coming as a senior and beating her again, or not beating her again, but beating her after I lost, I was like, wow, I must have improved. You did. Yeah. You you improved significantly last year to this year. You talk about your improvement. How do you feel like you improved? Um, I think I definitely improved the most mentally, and that just like has affected my game overall. But um, I think fighting, like I was, I think I was always a fighter in the beginning, but especially this year, just like not giving up at all, and I've become faster, quicker physically, and so trying my best to make it to every ball and just, like, mentally, like, I'm I'm very stubborn. I become very stubborn and not as quickly to let her push me around the court, and um, so I'm proud of that. You know, I'm, like, I'm a fighter, and I'm confident in that, and that is what helps me in matches, and I can rely on that. So if I'm feeling a little chaotic, knowing, being like, I'm a fighter, and that kind of stabilizes me during the match. Talk about the girls that you play because first weekend of the season, you go to Nutrier and you come out of that one and three, right? So, you know, you're one of the best tennis players in the state, but you go up there and you get kicked in the face, it feels like, by Nutrier, Stevenson, and we didn't play Hinsdale Central that that weekend. Who was the other one? Oh, it was uh, Libertyville. Libertyville had a fantastic singles player. Did you win against Liberty? You lost against Stevenson, Nutrier, Glenbrook South. I know I won one match. It was yeah, that was a tough weekend. Yeah, but I loved it. I I loved that. Like I every match I played, they were really good, and I think that was probably the best preparation for state too. But also for the rest of the season because after that, then it was like wow, you know they're you can compare it to the first weekend. So that was really nice. And I think getting those three losses right off the bat, because (laughs) you only lost five more times the whole rest of the year. But I think when you lose right off the bat, I think it makes you less afraid to lose. Yeah. So our team this year lost. I don't even remember what our record was. I'd have to look it up. I think our team lost like 10 matches this year, eight or nine matches this year. Then I feel like those, those losses made us a better team. To go undefeated is great, but I would I seek out the teams that are going to challenge us and the teams that are going to beat us and the, and, not, and the and the kids that were going to challenge you. And it wasn't easy to find competition that I thought that would push you this year. Yeah, uh, that was one thing this first weekend. I was super proud of our team because we did, as a team, win, which allowed us to go on. And then I was able to play like the really great players. So I was super proud of us as a whole, too. And I think... One of the things that made this team unique was the love that the girls had for each other. I feel like this was a very close team, especially at state. I noticed just how close these six girls were. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, we're all really close. And I think that's partly a product of the amount of travel and the amount of training, but also they're just like a really nice group of girls. Yeah. And that made it it a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And you said it was your favorite year. It's one of the happier years that I can remember, and I just feel like the kids as a whole were just 
really easy to get along with and yeah, really fun. Pleasant. <laughs> everybody was kind. Everybody was pleasant, yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. And everybody worked hard. Nobody had to be constantly reminded to to work hard. And, and I think that that made it a lot easier, too. Yeah. Well, your tennis career is not done because you mm-hmm. have verbally committed and you're soon going to officially commit to... SIUE. <laughs> yes, to SIU Edwardsville. Yes. And you're excited to become a Cougar. So excited. Why did you pick SIUE? Um, well, growing up, I've watched them at the Y. I've watched the girls, and I've I've known Bob, and they've I've always really just admired them and seeing how intense they are and how good they were. But um, also, I've had siblings come through SIUE, and they all said it was great, and it gave me the option if I want to to stay at home, which is really important to me. So it for me, it was like the best option. And you're looking forward to playing with Coach Albertson, Adam Albertson, who really has uh, recruited some fantastic tennis players. Um, they were they were uh, near the top of the conference last year, and I think he is feels like they have a good chance to compete for a conference championship this year. So, what are you most looking forward to about playing for the Cougars? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm looking forward <laughs> to for you. Well, I went to one of their practices, and they're they all hit with each other. Like so one thing that's going to be different for me is being on a team where I'm not the number one and being surrounded by people who are equally, if not more motivated and hardworking and intense and having that environment. I feel like I'm just going to get so much better from that. And all the girls, they, they're so strong and I'm really excited to get to hit with them. Yeah. I'm excited to see you improve. Because like you said, you're not going to be the number one girl on the team. You're <laughs> going to have to really fight hard to get any playing time. And I think that that is going to motivate you. And I think you're going to flourish. Yeah. I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be great there. Any ideas what you want to study? Um, maybe biological sciences. Um, I'm attending this engineering workshop or something, I think, next weekend. So that will either push me or pull me away from engineering. But I think the sciences I'm interested in. Well, there are a lot of options yeah. there, and you know you haven't even started, and you'll probably change your mind a couple times. Probably. And that's all. That's all fine too. I think that's 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 part of the fun of it. You've spent four years playing number one at Edwardsville High School, four-time state qualifier. You've had amazing success. We've never had a better singles player at Edwardsville High School. I can tell you that officially as your coach. What are you gonna miss? about playing at Edwardsville High School next year when you go from Tiger to Cougar? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to miss my teammates, that's for sure. But being, you know, there's SIU maybe has nine girls, whereas the high school can, like, up to more, more than 20. And having the JV there is – those are my friends too. So I'm, I'm going to miss having the whole team there. Um, I mean, I'm gonna miss the coaches too, you know. Yeah, you're just, you're just saying that. No, no. <laughs> like on the trips, the the car trips are fun. You know, that's gonna be different. Just those experiences. Looking back, they were always they were always fun. Um, the quality in Schomburg. <laughs> yeah, the quality in oh yeah. Portillos. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, the courts. 
the chords are really nostalgic for me, so it's going to be weird not playing there and playing at the SIE chords. So I think uh, you'll still pl- practice some gonna practice at the high school. Chords. I mean, yeah, but I won't know. Won't be the same, though, huh? Well, we are going to miss your leadership and your enthusiasm on the court. You, you've always been a very selfless player. You've always been very selfless, very team-centered. Have you enjoyed learning to become a leader at Edwardsville High School? Because you were always at the number one in the lineup, but you weren't necessarily a leader in the beginning of your career. But toward the end of your career, I noticed this year you went out of your way to encourage JV kids to support JV kids and to, and to support kids, the other varsity kids in the lineup. Is that something that you learned to love? Um, I don't. I don't think being a leader and necessarily comes like as naturally to me. Um, but I have enjoyed it. I do. I think being the number one, you do have like, some responsibility with the team and bringing them together. But um, I think over time it's something i've gotten a little bit better at but yeah (laughs) what have you learned playing tennis at edwardsville high school that is going to help you compete at the next level anything um yes (laughs) there's definitely things um i think uh attitude is another one. I mean, you've always thought, you know, like have a have a strong presence and don't don't let girls like push you around. I think coming through Edwardsville and being able to play the Chicago teams who are m- maybe more intimidating, I've learned to, you know, like stand my ground. I think we're always really lucky to be able to go up to Chicago as many times as we do in the season, and I think that'll really help me in college. Um also the team effort though like the team the team aspect being coming coming in as a freshman I I feel like I didn't really know how to be on a team but now like that will be really important you know supporting each other going into college because I think the team might even there's less of them so there'll probably be even like more even closer yeah <laughs> they must be um, all right Chloe we're going to miss you next year for sure. <laughs> congrats on it. Congrats on an amazing career. It was uh, my pleasure to coach you for uh, for how many years before you even started That's at true. Edwardsville High School. So um, I feel like Jonathan uh, deserves the most credit for developing your game. But I've spent, I don't know, seven years, eight years, nine years or so on the on the court with you. And it's it's been a, it's been a pleasure to watch you grow. You are the best tennis player in the <laughs> area. And I know you're going to be great. Um, at the Cougars with the Cougars next year. So good job, kid. All right, big thanks tonight to guests Adam Tyler, Mason Lewis, Carter Crow, Devin Falkenberg, Jocelyn Carmody, Connor Hinterser, and Chloe Coons. For partners, Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services, Our engineer, Everett Hicks, thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.